We only have them for 30 minutes. All right, so everyone, thank you for being here. Today is June the 15th, 2022, and this is our whole life healing call addressing uh, the program All Lies Matter with Dr. David Peck and Dr. Alex. So um, before we start, my name is Johanna Chan, so I'm going to be assisting today. Um, but before we start, I want to share this disclaimer. We're just waiting for Alex to jump in. Um, this presentation is for education and informational purposes only, and since we're going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand this information is not intended to heal or cure anything. Everything in the presentation are the opinions of Dr. Alex Lloyd, Dr. David Peck, or myself, Johanna Chan, or maybe even you if you choose to share. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concerns you may have. All right, so um, David, you're here. Alex is, says he's on the way. So um, did anything you want to um, share before Alex gets here? Sure. Um, so welcome everybody. Um, Alex will be we're just waiting for Alex, but uh, so we're on a mission to basically emotionally help balance emotion, a million people um, the other way I look at it is freeing us from that, those emotional bounds and that emotional slavery, the incarceration, uh, to get our best, most authentic life. And so we're doing these weekly uh, Healing Code uh, trilogy calls. Um, and I just want to say, because Alex, last week, he went through my credentials. And I say, yeah, I did Western medicine. I've been general surgery and emergency medicine and ICU medicine. So Bowles taking care of the sickest patients in the hospital and you know trauma patients, physical trauma patients, et cetera. But as a result of my experience with the personal experience with the healing code, just totally opened my mind to the fact that what we're doing in Western medicine isn't really getting to the source. And it's in a way it's not that effective. And so I'm really here as a believer, you know, that's, and um, I'm not a psychologist. So Alex has all that information, but um, I've seen the results and I can have, I'm a, I'm a testimonial to the changes it can make to not only in my own life, but to the other people that I've worked with and that you know, I've done healing codes for and such. So, um, and he is just, Wow, he's just so far out in front of everybody in terms of emotions and balancing, et cetera, that he's really leading the way for us to find our best authentic self and get that inner peace where you know we can lower our internal stress levels and really allow our immune systems to function normally. And this is really critical, especially now uh, where you know, immune function and stress, internal stress is just, it's so important. Um, you know, I like to say that we're, it's like humanity's going through a, a, a stress test right now. And so we need our immune system to be as strong as possible. And all those emotional triggers that create that excess stress, we have to heal them. We have to get them out of the way so we can be our strongest self. So anyway, that's, my uh, message for today. We're still waiting for Alex, I guess, Johanna. I'm here. I'm here. There he is, right on time. 
okay. sorry about that. And uh, and Robert, thank you, thank you so much for what you just said. It 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 means the world to me. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and Dave, I'm, and Dave, I'm glad to know I'm out front because I usually feel like I'm lost in the jungle somewhere. So I'm glad to I'm glad to know where I am. Thank you. Although I, I, it's I not what I think, though. It's what you think about yourself. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, thank you, everyone, for being here. Um, David and I are uh, doing this together, but it's not me and David to exclusion. It's me, David, and you. At least that's what we hope and pray, that you will join us on this. Not follow us, join us. Um, not, not with us leading necessarily i mean we'll we'll do that as we can and as needed but maybe with you leading or leading where you are or leading with your friends or whatever and um the one thing i would say about what david said about the difference in like maybe standard medicine and what we're talking about here is that um in 2004, Southwestern University Medical School and Medical Center in Dallas, Texas, completed a study and they were looking for what is the source of illness and disease? Um, where does cancer come from? Where does diabetes come from? How come this person gets it, that person doesn't, et cetera? And at the end of their study, they believed they found what they were looking for. We found the source and it was headline news all over the world. It was the very next day. It was, it was a headline story in the Nashville, Tennessee and where I live and, and, and in other papers uh, all over the world in the next few days and weeks. And um, what they said, what they found is that it's your memories. That if you have a memory with anger in it, or low, or low self-worth, or the things that we've been talking about every week. I'm not good enough. I don't measure up. Um, uh, today, we're going to talk about deprivation. Uh, if that's something I'm feeling when I shouldn't be feeling it. Okay, well, where do those come from? Is that flesh, bone, blood, tissue? Can you do surgery on it? Is there a med for it? Well, that's debatable because the memories aren't made of flesh, bone, blood, tissue. They're made, they're made of energy. They're, they've cut out every part of the brain and the memories are still there, okay? And, and somebody has a heart transplant, not a brain transplant, and they get memories of the donor and they get uh, food preferences. Uh, they may even get, they may, their personality may even change to the personality of the donor. Well, they didn't have a brain transplant, okay? And, and, and that's happened with, with, with all kinds of different areas of the body and organs. They do it, but the memories are still there, okay? And that's when they started calling them cellular memories because they realized they're not just in the brain. They're, they're all over, okay? Yeah. Well, how are you going to do surgery on that? How are you going to... And I feel like, it's not that surgery or meds are necessarily bad. Some of them are, but some of them are wonderful. It's not that. That's missing the point. Yeah. The point is you don't use a toothbrush to change your tire, and you don't use a lug wrench to brush your teeth. 
you use the right tool for the job. And, and depending on the job, the tool changes. Well, there's lots of jobs that meds are the right answer for. There's lots of jobs that surgery is absolutely the number one best answer for. But I'm not convinced this is that. This is one of those situations because the memories are made of energy. And so I believe you need, or, or at least the most effective would be an energy tool to deal with an energy problem. So that's where that's coming from. So uh, thank you so much, Dave. Well, let's switch gears. And um, David's uh, topic for today, and he's just, he's, he is just great at this. He, he came up with a list about a month ago and um, I'm like, man, this is so good. Where does he, where does he come up with these? And, and, but I learned it from uh, you. <laughs> well, no, you didn't. Um, that's, that's just David. Okay. And I've said before, and, and, and we're not here to mutually pat each other on the back. We're here for you. But, but I will say David is basically Dr. Oz as far as his credentials and stature in the medical field is concerned, okay? Well, that's okay. I know how you feel, okay? But here's what I'll tell you. I've known other people of equal credentials and what did they not have that David has in spades that's huge to me? Here it is, humility. He is the most humble, high order MD I have ever met. And, and that does not typically come with being a medical doctor. In fact, uh, a real good friend of mine who went to University of Tennessee Medical School here in Tennessee told me, that the first day of medical school, day number one, they're all sitting there. The medical doctor professor walks in. He does not address the class. He turns to the blackboard and in huge letters that spread all the way across the blackboard, he writes, you are God, underline exclamation point. Okay, then for the first time, he whips around to the class and there's no smile on his face. He's dead serious. And he said, he points to the board, says, any of you not willing to assume the position, leave now. Okay? And, and many people have said, MDs are the doctors of our generation. And, and that's true. But let me tell you, that is not David Peck. He is the most humble, one of the most humble people I know, medical doctor or not, okay? So I wanted you to know that about him. Now, 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 enough of that. Deprivation. Uh, you, know the, you know, when I, I first read this from David's list, um, I started praying about it, which I always do, and meditating. And here's what came to me, Dave. Um, I had a client who um, 
wonderful man married to a wonderful woman. Um, everything you would think is good and right, except the wife, due to a medical condition, has no desire for sexual relations, no desire for sexual intimacy, okay? Not her fault, just something going on in her. Happens not all the time, but it's not unusual. Um, and my client, her husband, his biggest issue, his life, like me, had been lust. Okay, so he gets married thinking, okay, I've made it, you know, 20 something years, 30 something years. I'm not sure when they got married. But anyway, I've made it to marriage. Now we're getting married. And so I've got a healthy outlet for this sexual thing that's kind of been dogging me all my life, the lust thing. Okay. And it goes okay for a while, but then his wife's medical condition kicks in and it's no sex, no intimacy for weeks, for months, for years. And he tries to deal with it, tries to deal with it, works hard, uh, isn't blaming his wife. Anyway, long story short, he got to a breaking point where he just, because of the deprivation of no sexual contact in a sexual being, he broke. He Now, it wasn't immediate. It took a couple of years of him trying and trying and trying, but falling and falling, not all the time, but, but a good bit of the time and uh, became an alcoholic, a drug addict. Um, and that's why he was talking to me. And um, so we were able to deal with those things, kind of get him back on track. But by the time I met him, he had been off track, basically in addiction hell for several years. And, um, and it was all about not, it was all about deprivation, not him not being able to have something healthy that he needed really through no fault of anyone's. Oh. But he couldn't do it. And he broke. And then, you know, now that was fixable and we did fix it. Uh, he fixed it. I never did anything on him. But, um, but most people do not get the help they need for that stuff. And so it's, it's almost just like their life is over once they break. The statistics say that of people who need counseling or therapy for habit addiction, only 10% of them ever get help. And of the 10% that get help, 90% say the help didn't help. Okay? So... That is a huge problem in the world because almost everyone has a habit or addiction of some kind. Uh, habit, 100% during your lifetime. I, I've never met anyone who didn't have that. Addiction, full-blown addiction, about 40% of us. But to me, 
both of those can come from deprivation of a healthy thing that for whatever reason is not happening. And we finally break. So Dave, what do you want to? Well, I was, I actually was looking at it more in terms of almost like self deprivation where, you know, like, yeah. so, so I was that sort of that good boy thing where, you know, like you, you, um, you're not deserving, I suppose, and I'd like to hear your thoughts on this. Like, I'm not deserving of that, so I can't, you know, I can't have that or something. And, you know, one of these, this is just a small example, but the thing that was, like, sort of programmed into me, like, say there's a bag of, uh, like, uh, snacks or something that's open, and I, and then there's another one that hasn't been opened yet. So, but I want the one that hasn't been opened yet. Like, I was trained like, okay, no, you have to finish the open bag first kind of thing, you know? And it, and it was a form of like, I, if I was going to treat myself well, I would just open the, you know, the new bag kind of thing. But anyway, so, so that, you know, I'm, I'm looking at that as like, we sort of like, I guess it's, we're not deserving, but, but the other point I wanted to make that was related to what you were talking about sexuality is like, is a major societal issue. As I see, again, it's controversial, but, you know, I think, obvious that the denial of female sexuality that has occurred over the ages has created a I think a huge imbalance you know where we're like overindulgent versus you know depriving ourselves kind of thing you know wow. and that you know and obsession and all that kind of thing but related to the denial I mean and you're saying wow. it's of a normal process I mean it's for me it's so obvious I mean we're all human beings, you know, but why women have to be, you know, can't yeah. be, you know, whatever. Sexual. Yeah, I've got, I've got a couple things about that, uh, Dave. One is, um, you know, some of you know this about me, if you've read my book, but I was the, I was one of three children. I was the baby of the family and I never could measure up to either brother. Both were better looking than me. Uh, more popular than me, made better grades than me, were more pleasing to my parents than me. I mean, you name it. And so um, I felt an unworthiness and, and a deprivation I didn't deserve because I'm not good enough. I don't measure up. So I don't deserve the good things that they deserve and maybe other people too. And then back to the sexual thing, another aspect is growing up, what I was taught, Dave, is that masturbation was not just a sin, it was like a mortal sin. Like if you masturbate, you're going to hell. Okay. So as a as a as a young boy, I mean my hormones were going nuts as every young boys are. And and masturbation could have been for me, I think, a healthy release. But it, it, it wasn't because I was told if you do that, you're going to hell. So I deprived myself. Now, sometimes I didn't deprive myself, David, even though I believed it was wrong. I did it anyway okay? <laughs> because I just had to. OK, I needed to. But then then, Dave, it's the hours or days of guilt after. Oh, it, OK. So yeah, I completely agree that whether it's imposed from other people or just me feeling like I don't measure up and guilt and shame and stuff like that, that deprivation thing can be absolutely vicious. It can, 
it can take over your life with a I don't deserve. Mm-hmm. And, and, and in my experience, it's almost never true. It's almost always a lie if you feel and believe that. And um, so, yeah, huge, huge issue. Uh, you want to add anything before just we? Just one last point. Yeah. Is I just wanted to make the, the comparison or the distinction between delayed gratification yeah. and self-deprivation or denial. So with the delayed gratification, you're working towards something. Yeah. And you see the future. And so if you have comment on that. Yeah, absolutely. Delayed gratification is one of the healthiest things on planet Earth. There have been probably a thousand studies on delayed versus instant gratification. And everyone I've ever seen, and I bet I've read at least 60 or 70, is that delayed gratification leads to everything you want. It leads to higher IQ, if you can believe. It leads to earning more money, if you can believe. It learns, it it leads to better relationships, more peace. I mean, basically name it. If it's good, it comes from delayed gratification. If it's bad, it comes from instant. So um, I believe that, but I don't believe that's what we're talking about. Delayed gratification, as you just said, is I'm working towards something healthy. Deprivation is I don't deserve, and so I can't have something healthy that that's available, but either imposed by someone else or myself, it's no, I can't have it, um, even though I need it in order to be a balanced, healthy, you know. So, yeah, uh, great, great topic. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, you ready for the intervention, Dave? And yeah, if yes. you do, do you have a code? Sure, okay. Okay, great. So um, we pray, we request that all destructive, negative cellular memories, unhealthy habits, addictions, any toxic behaviors, any limiting beliefs, and any relationship issues related to self or imposed deprivation and all of its effects be found, opened, and healed through love, light, truth, and God. Amen. Okay. And the first position is both hands in the bridge position. The deprivation. Second position, left hand, temple, right hand, bridge. I just want to say, if you're watching this and you don't know what the heck we're doing, uh, there's supposed to be free videos posted, instructional about how to do this uh, that are free. You will not be charged a penny ever. Third position, left hand, Adam's apple, right hand, bridge. And also there are 13 double blind studies validating this crazy looking thing we're doing. And a 14th comparing it to counseling, finding that this works better. 
fourth position, left hand, Adam's apple, right hand, jaw. Back to the first position, both hands in the bridge. It's going into cycle two. Left hand temple, right hand bridge. And the third position, left hand Adam's apple, right hand bridge. Left hand Adam's apple, right hand jaw. The deprivation. And back to position one, both hands in the bridge. Okay, that's two cycles complete. Okay, uh, take a deep breath as we go from Healing Code to Trilogy. And then let's go to acupuncture points and let's start with temples collarbones, side of the hand, eyebrows, middle of the chest, under the eyes, under the nose, middle finger, Temples, sore spot, index finger, <clears throat> collarbones, chin, thumb, and the nine gamut. Eyes open, closed, open again, eyes down to the left, down to the right, circle your eyes, circle them back the other way. One, two, three, four, five. All right. And let's move to uh, left hand forehead or prefrontal cortex, right hand. Brainstem, this uh, brainstem, and what it's connected to basically your unconscious and generational mind, 
prefrontal cortex and what it's connected to, conscious mind and intention. So both at the same time. For about a minute. You can go longer if you want to. As long as you want, really. All right, now let's activate uh, healing centers. Let's start with throat. Please open and harmonize. harmonize. Crown. Please open and harmonize. Forehead, please open and harmonize. Under the belly button, please open and harmonize. Heart, please open and harmonize. Base or root on the pubic bone, Please open and harmonize. Middle of the stomach. Please open and harmonize. Both hands over the heart. Slow, deep breaths. Relax. Let it process. The governing and conception vessels. Uh, that did not come up this time, Dave. I see. I see. All right, and you can repeat that uh, during the week uh, for this same issue in your life. Uh, you can share it with friends. They can do it for a deprivation issue in their life. If that's not your issue and you're wondering, hey, do they have one for my thing? These calls are all posted on YouTube and the code is there in every single one of them. So. Um, and they're all free, uh, no charge for anything. This is not, there's no back sale. This is not a trick to get you involved. And then it's, ah, yes, if you'll only give us your credit card. No, no, we're not. We will never ask for your credit card. Dave, uh, and by the way, it's after the bottom of the hour and I don't have to leave right now. So, um, uh, Johanna, if we have any questions, uh, or Dave, if you want to. What's that audio? No, um, I just said I missed the governing conception of vessel uh, uh, process. It's not in this one when yeah, I formulated yeah. it. Right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, if anyone has a question for Alex or Dr. David, you can press star nine on your phone. That's going to raise your hand. I'll be able to unmute your line. Um. And so let's just see if we have anybody. And by the way, um, you can email us questions all during the week. We will respond. And uh, Johanna, maybe if you, uh, is that uh, support at the Healing Codes or? Yes, that's whatever. fine. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, I don't see any hands up. That's unusual. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, okay. when you guys have to bug out really quick, we might have one or two hands up. But um, okay. again, star nine on your phone is going to raise your hand if you have a question for Alex or Dave. Um, Dave, uh, while 
maybe someone's raising their hand. Uh, any any final words from you? Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, um, Johanna, I guess that's it for me. And um, but but hang on, Johanna's here to do custom codes for you. And um, I love you guys. I don't know who you are necessarily, but God does. And I pray for you every day. So if there's a way we can help you more that we're not doing now, let us know. We will, we will take it seriously. We'll talk about it, pray about it, and we'll try to do whatever we can do. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Johanna. I love you guys. And thank, thank all you. Of you. Okay, Johanna. I'll talk okay, to you later. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye.